1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru podcast, the second podcast of. 2023 about to kick off. If you didn't listen already this morning, we went through our live reaction to all of your suggested New South Wales blues bolters for 2023. Now we're going to go through the Queensland Maroons. If you want to have a listen to the blues one, the podcast before this one that dropped earlier this morning, we'll get stuck in the Queensland Maroons. And I will say off the top, I think there was more suggestions for the New South Wales blues than for the Queensland Maroons, which is interesting, but we will go through them here because there are a couple of really, really, Really good shouts within this Maroons system. Uh, we wish all the best to the Maroons, obviously. Fuck those guys. First one comes from Supercoach365. A pretty popular one here, I would assume. Reed Marnie. Uh, Reed Marnie obviously moved to the Canterbury Bulldogs. I think he's going to do very, very well there. He uh, he was meant to make his debut. I think it was this year or last year. I think it was this year. Uh, Obviously, injury ruled him out of that. I'm not convinced he would have made his debut. Uh, I can't remember the exact circumstances, but I thought Ben Hunt and Harry Grant were always the obvious choices. Maybe one of them was out. I can't really remember, to be perfectly honest with you. But Reed Marnie, I think he's a guy that can be in the squad this year. Uh, I'm not convinced that he will make his debut, though. I think he's going to need an injury to one of the hookers, whether it be Ben Hunt or Harry Grant, who are, in my opinion, uh, probably the two best hookers in rugby league as it stands right now. So he's going to need an injury to one of those guys. Um, And I think after the way that Tommy Dearden played when he came in for game three, I think even if one of the halves goes down, I think we used to assume that Ben Hunt would go to the halves. I probably don't think that's how it'll play out, to be honest with you. I probably think that Tommy Dearden he's probably in front of a Ben Hunt to come into the side in the halves. Uh, And I also think that Sam Walker's probably not that far away either. So I think it is going to be pretty tough for Reid Marnie to get into this side. I do think uh, he'll be a guy that you will see join the squad during the series at some point, similar to what he did last year. But I personally can't see Reid Marnie making his debut this year, but I think it is a really, really good shout. and I think he's good enough to play. It's just circumstances and how their team um, makes itself that I just don't think he'll be there. This next one, and this one actually comes from Aaron Clark, the Gold Coast Titans lock forward, who we're a huge fan of. He suggested his teammate, Bo Furmore, and this is a really good shout. And I'm assuming uh, this one will get a couple of features throughout this podcast because Bo Furmore, I think he's been fucking tremendous. As I said, if you were to ask me who was the best back rower at the Gold Coast Titans in 2022... I don't think it was Dave Fafita. I think it was Bo Furmore. I think Furmore was tremendous throughout the year. Uh, and I genuinely do think he could be a guy that could make his origin debut. I think he came into the squad for game three from memory. Uh, but Bo Furmore, he can jump into the back row, do a tremendous job, check him in the middle if need be. He can also play out in the centre. So really good versatility. I think he's only probably one or two injuries away from getting into this Queensland Maroons side. So Aaron Clark, he would know better than most playing with Bo Furmore week in week out, Uh, I think that's a really good shout I love Bo Fillmore just because he's a goer and I had him completely wrong two, uh, two years ago when I first saw him, I said to you guys, don't think he's up to first grade. Don't think he's going to make the cut. Uh, how wrong I was. Absolutely love him now. A tremendous player. So, Aaron Clark, a great shout there for Beau Furmore. Now, this is the next interesting one because this guy's actually already made his debut. Uh, this one comes from Max Wheeliebin, 69. He says, I know he already made the Maroons squad before in 2020, but I think Corey Allen could do it again this year. I doubt he'd actually play unless injuries, but I think he can nab a place in the 30-man squad if Suwad gets moved to left center, and I think he gets straight right wing for the Roosters. Right. So he's saying that if things change at the Roosters, he gets more of an opportunity there, he could. I probably think Corey Allen's a little bit too far down the pecking order, to be honest with you, mate. Obviously, you've still got guys like Corey Oates that, you know, didn't feature in Origin last year and whatnot. So many centers like your Val Holmes and these sort of guys. I probably don't think he's going to be there, Um, and I'm not convinced uh, that he's going to get enough of an opportunity at the Sydney Rooster. So I know that he has played before uh, and he was very good for them as well. There is no de- de- denying that. When he did play Origin, he was pretty damn impressive. Uh, but yeah, as it stands right now, you've still got a gag Val of Al Holmes, Selwyn Cobbo, all these sort of guys. I just, I can't see it playing out. You've still got Hamiso who's not on the side uh, as well. So I probably can't see him getting in there as it stands right now. Corey Allen. Another shout for both Furmore, Kin, and Palias obviously going to the Gold Coast Titans next year. Uh, I assume he is eligible for Queensland Maroons if he's been suggested. I haven't checked that myself. Uh, But, yeah, not a bad shout. I think uh, I'm just not sure if he's going to get enough of an opportunity for the Brisbane Broncos this year. They know that he's leaving next year as well. Uh, So, like, even less reason to give him a stack of opportunities. So, uh, I probably don't see that one playing out. He's a guy that I think could feature in a squad at some point. Potentially, uh, but I don't see him making his origin debut as it stands right now. But maybe I'm sleeping on him a little bit. Uh, Luki from the Cowboys, really good shout, Highland Luki. Obviously had an injury last year, comes back this year. I was looking at the start of this year, going, who's the better back rower, Nanai or Luki? I was team Luki. People in North Queensland were telling me Nanai. And fuck you, a spot on. I just went to another level. He was tremendous. Highland Luke is another one that I think could make his origin debut this year. I think he's going to have a really big season for the North Queensland Cowboys. Very big body shape. Very similar to uh, Jeremiah Nano, Probably a little bit different, but I think he's got huge upside in him, Highland Luke. And I think people are sort of sleeping on just how talented he is. That's a really good shout. I think he's going to need a couple of injuries, realistically. I don't think he'll be in there straight 17, but I, I think he's a good little smoky this year. Pong going to play 5. 5'8", and Walsh to 1. Interesting. Uh, where does Cameron Munster play? It uh, doesn't really make sense to me. I don't think Reese Walsh makes his debut this year. I think Caelan Ponga, he will be the fullback. I know a lot of people think that him moving to 5'8", could jeopardize his fullback jersey. I don't think it will in the slightest. I think KP picks himself... As the Queensland Maroons won for the foreseeable future, I thought he was the player of the series last year. I know that Patrick Carrigan got it for me. Um, I definitely had Caelan Ponger. I probably had Paddy Carrigan number two. But Caelan Ponger, I don't think there is a hope in hell he misses out on playing fullback for the Queensland Maroons. And I personally think that if Cameron Munster went down with injury, I think they would straight away get do what they did in game three go to Tom Dearden I think that if um, Daly Cherry Evans went down I think they'd go to Tom Dearden as well maybe even a Sam Walker but I think Tommy Dearden he covers those spots so I don't see Reese Walsh getting into this side I don't think they'll carry a Reese Walsh on the bench either um, I think that you'll have guys like Hamiso who are probably in in, in front of him when it comes to that conversation and they're going to run with two hookers we know they are so I can't really see Reese Walsh making his debut this year uh, me. Lolo. <laughs> I'd lo- Actually, no, I'd fucking hate to see it. But for Rugby League, it would be good to see, but not possible as it stands right now. But Firmore will be there. Another one from Daniel. He's made two good suggestions. Mix 1322 says Highlam Lukey. Love that shout. Very good. Um, if he gets on the field for Melbourne, then Jack Howarth for sure. I wouldn't say for sure. Oh, I mean, if you're saying he, he, he's for sure a smoky. Uh, I think Jack Howarth is a possibility. I'm just, I think Melbourne are going to ease this guy in. I don't think they're going to go from not playing him at all to playing him for 80-minute stints. He has got a bit of upside to him. There's no doubt about it. It's probably as wild – probably not as wild, to be fair. I was going to say it's similar to the rise that Nanai had, which is possible, as we've seen. uh, But I don't quite think he's going to be in the Origin Arena this year. I think that – in saying that, you've got Billy Slater, you've got Cam Smith, all these guys involved in the Melbourne Storm system, in particular Billy Slater, the coach at the Queensland Maroons, in the Melbourne Storm system. He'll have a really good idea of where uh, he's at. And look, last year, I don't think he was ready to play in the NRL. I I think he could have done it, but I think he showed in the trials he was a little bit underdone going up against uh, men for the first time. It would be a big, big jump to make it into the Origin Arena just one year later. I probably don't think he will, but I understand where you're coming from, mate. Corey Horsbrough, this one comes from Karen Lockyer great account name, uh, Corey Horsbrough love this, absolutely love this there's rumours getting around that he could be the 13 uh, for the Canberra which would make it very interesting, I think he's made for Origin, I think a couple of years ago I think it was 2020 when he got injured, we all remember that night, I think he would have played Origin that year and I remember talking to one of the Canberra coaching staff who was pretty confident that he would have played Origin as well, so devastating stuff there for Corey Horsbrough. I think it's a matter of time until he does pull on a Maroon jersey and it wouldn't surprise me if 2023 is the year. Just depends who's fit because it is a pretty stacked forward pack. You know, your Lindsay Collins, your Papalis, your Tinos, your Arrows, Carrigans, Gilberts, Fleglers, uh, a heap of talented guys that can go into this Queensland forward pack. But I think Corey Hallsborough and Bo Furmore, I think they're not too far away. I've got a feeling that Corey Horsbrough might be very, very close. Interesting one here, and I'm surprised it's taken this long for it to come up. Gray Potts says, Sam Walker, passing of the guard from Cherry Evans. I probably don't think this will be the year that Walker comes in for DCA. I also think we're sleeping on Tommy Dearden a little bit. I thought he was very, very impressive. I know he's more of a 5'8", but I think he can handle himself there at halfback. But Sam Walker, there is no doubt whatsoever, he is the future. It'll be interesting to see how they bring Sam Walker into this side. Uh, Traditionally, the Queensland Maroons, they bring in a player who's going to be the next halfback, 5'8", fullback. They play him in the 14 jersey but they can't at the moment because they've got the two hookers and I can't see them changing that. So it would be interesting to see how they do get Sam Walker into the game. I probably think next year, 2024, will be the year that we have the changing of the guard. If the Maroons lost this year, potentially we could see a change, but I think DCE, i got a feeling he holds on for one more year. And credit to DCE, I didn't think he would still be uh, the halfback at this point. But I think Sam Walker... I think 2024 will be the year that Sam Walker makes his origin debut. Uh, From Paulie Freeman, Walsh would be up there. Up there, mate, but I can't see it. Uh, That also goes for this next guy, uh, Davos14, says Xavier Savage could possibly push for a spot in the outside backs as he can play wing and centre as well as being lightning quick. Not a bad shout, Xavier Savage. I don't think he's ready for Origin yet, though. I don't think he's fully uh, rounded his game in the or in the just in the NRL. So I think the Origin Arena, it's probably a step too far as it stands right now. I think it will take him a little bit more time to get to this level. I think he will eventually. Uh, but I can't see it for Xavier Savage in 2023. Uh, Kobe Hetherington. Now, this was a week ago. Yeah, so Kobe Hetherington is injured, guys. I believe he's missing the start of the season. Uh, he's a guy that that I could see in the future, representing the Queensland Maroons, but I don't think he'll be able to do it this year. Isaiah Tass, not for me. Uh, Big fan of Tass. But I don't think he's got that origin sort of level to him. I think he'll be a really consistent center uh, for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I think he'll be really good there. You all know I'm a fan of him. But I can't see him getting to that origin level. Uh, Furmore, Marnie, Hylam, Lukey, all good shouts, both Uh Nick from Australia says, Kurt Mann, an interesting one once again. Where do you pick Kurt Mann? Where does he get into this side? I just, I, I think Kurt Mann is good enough to play origin. Um, played for the Queensland Maroons when he was coming through the juniors and everything, but I just, I can't find a spot for Kurt Mann. I can't find a spot for him in the Newcastle Knights fucking team. How am I going to find a spot for him in the Maroons' side? He'd be a great 14, but they're running with two hookers, so you don't really need him there. Um, and Kurt Mann, he's good at everything. Probably not overly fantastic at any certain position, but very good at everything. Uh, I just don't think... There's a spot for him in this squad. A tremendous guy to have in your squad. No doubt about it. He can play every fucking position. But I just don't think they need that guy. I think they've got enough versatility with your Ben Hunt, your Caelan Pongers, these sort of guys that they can move them around and cover just about every position on the field. Kurt Cable as well, who can shift out into the centres. So I don't think they need a Kurt Mann. I think Kurt Mann is talented enough to be playing state of origin or or at different points throughout his career, I think he is. I just don't think he's been given the opportunity the last few years. But I can't see Kurt Mann as a smoky for the Queensland Maroons simply because... I can't find a spot for him in his club side outside of the fourteen jersey, um, and you're not going to pick him there for the Queensland Maroons. So can't see that one working out. Now, last one: Jet Caspian uh, says Reid Marnie. Another good shout. Sorry, there is a few more. Corey Horsburgh. Uh, What have we got? Uh, Reese Walsh, Walsh, Xavier Savage, Firmore, Kurt Manbo, Firmore, Jermaine Hopgood didn't look out of place when caught up for us in in first grade with the Panthers or a wrestler could possibly be in the squad at the very least. Yeah, Jermaine Holgood. I actually didn't realise he was a Queenslander to be perfectly honest with you. You all know how huge I am on him. I think it's become, well, it has become... A really popular tip, Jermaine Hopgood to be one of the buyers of the year. I think we said it in about round 20 last year that we were very high on this guy and he was one to keep an eye on. Uh, so very, very excited, very stoked that Jermaine's starting to get the attention that he's deserved for a long time. If he was any, club, any other club bar the Penrith Panthers, I think you would have known about him a year or so ago, Jermaine Hopgood. So I didn't realise he was a Queenslander. Uh, I love that shout. I genuinely think uh, he could push for an origin berth this year. Devastated, he's a Queenslander. That one could come back to hurt us. He's a very origin type sort of guy, and once he gets his shot in first grade, I don't think he'll look back. A great signing by the Parramatta Eels. Uh, guys, that will do us for the Queensland Maroons, and the Smokies suggested by you guys, and my live reaction. My favourites, I really like the Corey Horsburgh shout, I think that is a fantastic shout. Bo is very good. Sam Walker, I don't mind, but I think he's probably a year away still, and Hylam Lukey was the other one that I like as well, so a couple of forwards there. I think the back line picks itself, I think you can pretty much predict what the back line will look like now, but injuries. And I think even if there are injuries, I think you sort of know who's going to come into this side realistically. So as I said off the top, guys, if you want to have a listen to our New South Wales Blues live reaction to your smokies that you suggested, dropped earlier today on the podcast. then this afternoon, Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. We'll be going through all of the breaking news from the last two or three weeks during our break and talking about all of them from a supercoach perspective and how it impacts certain players on draft day or in Super Coach Classic, whatever it might be, about a 30-minute deep dive there that I think you guys, if you're a supercoach player, I think you'll really enjoy.